Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Randy, good to have you with us on 101 ESPN and the Blues in action tonight, taking on Vladimir Tarasenko and the Rangers. Six o'clock face-off, seven o'clock or six o'clock pregame, seven o'clock face-off here on 101 ESPN. And we head to the celebrity line, and our buddy Jeremy Rutherford joins us now. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, gang. How are you guys doing? We are excited to have you with us. Uh, let, let's start with this. What do you expect from Vladimir Tarasenko tonight? It's 27 games for him, 7 goals, 10 assists for the Rangers. Yeah, I think this is going to be another emotional night. We've had a few of them here lately with Barbashev coming back, David Perron, but uh, Vladimir Tarasenko obviously holds a a place in a lot of people's hearts here in St. Louis starting his career here. And like you said earlier, Randy, uh, fifth all-time Blues in goal scoring and a lot of highlight real goals. You talked to John Kelly, he called one of the best ones I've ever seen as well. So I expect uh, there'll be a video tribute. I expect there'll be a lot of waving from Vladimir Tarasenko and uh, the crowd of 18,000 at Enterprise will be on their feet. And you need to go to JR's Twitter page because you reposted a story that you put up in February with the ex blues sharing their favorite Tarasenko stories. And it's really a cool piece. I remember reading it, but it was great to revisit it. So just follow Jeremy at JP Rutherford on Twitter. Yeah, it was fun doing that piece. You know, when guys leave, uh, you don't have to do the cookie cutter, same piece with every player, just kind of what fits. And I felt like what fit with Tarasenko was to call up six or seven guys that played with them. And so it's got uh, stories from David Backus, uh, Paul Stastny, Kevin Shattenkirk, Jaden Schwartz, and a few others. The funny part was uh, when I got a hold of Backus, I had remembered that he had that fight with Tarasenko at practice one day. And uh, we were all down in the lower bowl during practice. And all of a sudden the fight breaks out. You see it's Backus and Tarasenko and you just, holy smokes, what's going on here? And then uh, for David Backus, when he started talking a couple weeks ago, when I did that story, I was like, please, please tell the fight story. Please tell the fight story. And he did, and, and he came out and talked about that day, and he felt like he just needed to put Vladimir Tarasenko in line. Maybe he was getting too big for his britches, and, uh, and uh, so they dropped the gloves that day there at practice. And It only lasted a few seconds, don't get me wrong, but he said that after that, Vladimir Tarasenko just got it. He was respectful to everything involved with the team situation, and he really just got it. JR, I'm going to switch gears just a little bit, uh, ask you a question that has not been asked. How was your birthday yesterday? <laughs> it was great, Gary. It was great. You know, I got to say that, uh, and, and you guys know this too, Randy, he's been through it. When you get to hang out with family, it's the best. And so uh, yesterday had a chance to write a story, a mailbag that's up at The Athletic, Gary, and then uh, got a family dinner out here uh, by our house, and then I went out to Chesterfield and watched my daughter play a pair of softball games. I will say, when I tell you it was a great birthday, I don't know about 
35 degree weather at 9:30 at night watching, <laughs> <laughs> watching softball but uh, but no it was fun thanks for asking happy birthday yeah, well, yeah happy birthday sure. well also i saw that you were paying attention to some cardinals drama too you tweeted out i've i would have paid money to see that o'neill shot go into the seat and him do a dead sprint around the bases <laughs> jeremy i think your tweet yesterday got more reaction than some of the cardinals beat writers <laughs> yeah no it's just a situation first of all you know, I write from my house. You know, I have a lot of work from home stuff for, for all of us. And uh, I, I have a little area where I love, love, love when the Cardinals play day games because I can write my stories and watch the game while it's going on at the same time. And obviously I was following all your guys' coverage on the O'Neill situation. And, and so he, he rips it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's gone. Like, this stuff writes itself as the writer. You just can't – you're like, this is going to write itself. And then it starts to go foul. And you're like, oh, man. And I just thought to myself, if he put that over the fence, <laughs> home run, and then just runs like 2.5 seconds around the bases, this is going to be amazing. Hey, JR, it brought to mind yesterday when we were talking to Bernie Federico when Jacques Demers, and you wrote this in uh, when you co-wrote the book with Bernie about how Jacques Demers sat Bernie up in the press box. And it wasn't Demers' fault, right? It was somebody else that decided that he needed to sit for a day just to kind of send a message to everybody else. Yeah, I think so. That's uh, Bernie talked about that. And uh, I think he, he said that, uh, you know, you find out at the morning skate that you're going to be a scratch and like, what's going on here? But uh, yeah, message. And that's what the coaches like to do. And, you know, just to piggyback on what you guys were talking about earlier with uh, coaches really trying to hold everybody accountable. You see that with uh, Marmol and, and Tyler O'Neill. I saw it in 2018-19 with Craig Bruby and the team. And, you know, not to tell you anything you guys already don't know from that season, but one conversation I'll never forget. As they start to put that team together and they start to play well down the stretch, I remember talking to Mike Liute, who was Vladimir Tarasenko's agent at the time. He since has switched agents. Uh, but I said, Mike, what's going on? Like, what's going on? And he said, Craig Bruby walked in, dropped the hammer, that he's going to hold everybody accountable. And these are the words of Mike Liute, Tarasenko's agent at the time. He says, including 91, mm. including 91. And I'd never heard really an agent say something like that where he's saying, you know, hey, my guy was held accountable too, and, and that's what this team's going through. So uh, I just think Kerry's right uh, early on talking about uh, what needs to happen in that locker room and what happened in that Blues locker room in 2019. Well, with Vladimir Tarasenko returning to, of course, we've been talking about, you know, all his good times. But, you know, you've covered towards the end. It seemed like the relationship soured a little bit between Tarasenko and the Blues. But what was the feeling that you gathered from both sides once they parted ways and he's moved on to the Rangers? Yeah, so a little bit before that, and that's what's tough as a reporter um, you know what's going on behind the scenes, and you try to write it. But if you write that things are sour, and then that night Tarasenko goes out and scores two goals for the Blues, and he's the number one star of the game, and he does an interview with Darren Pang on the bench, and everybody's chanting, Vladdy, Vladdy, you know, then they're going to tell you that, hey, you're wrong. Whatever you're writing, that's inaccurate. Well, that's what was happening behind the scenes. So, you know, just because it comes out and smiles for the cameras and, and – you know, number one star of the game, it's not always what it looks like behind the scenes. And I just think it got to a point where uh, he definitely, I think, from both sides mutually, uh, needed to move on. But I think once it got to that point, Brooke, where at the time of the trade, everybody understood it. And, you know, Tarasenko understood it. Uh, Doug Armstrong did. And, and they got a great package for him. And now he's moved on and he's in the Big Apple and they got a chance to do some damage in the playoffs. And 
Meanwhile, the Blues got uh, a couple of nice draft picks and, and some players. JR, is there anything in particular you're looking for from the Blues as they close out this season? Yeah, just piggybacking on what John said, just uh, keep playing this way. I mean, this is phenomenal. A 7-2-2, two, and two, I get it that uh, not all the opponents have been Stanley Cup playoff caliber, uh, but uh, the Blues, for what they have on the ice in terms of uh, putting this lineup together each night and mixing in some young guys, you'll see another one uh, tonight, the defenseman that the Blues got in the trade for Clint Costin has been recalled. Uh, Kerry, I'll let you say his name. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, uh, Cal- <laughs> Cali Rosen? <laughs> no, they brought up oh, Dimitri. Sam Rocco. Uh, oh, Sam Rocco. Oh. <laughs> no, I think we yeah. were waiting for you to say it, and we were just going to you know, copy what you said, JR. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a lot of practice with this one. So, so he's up. Uh, the guy we got for Costin. There you go. There you go. And then uh, Matt Kessel, who did a great job, is down. But you still continue to see, look at uh, neighbors and what he's doing. He's putting guys in the seats with these big hits. And uh, I agree with what you guys said, that uh, Craig Bruby, the staff, they've done a good job keeping this thing together down the stretch. Of course, people would have liked it to go 0-15 the last 15. But I think that uh, what the Blues are doing here isn't all that bad. JR, as always, great work. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. We advise everybody, if they don't already have a subscription to The Athletic, to get that subscription because your work is always magnificent. Thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate it. What's the rub off? All right. See you guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's our Blues Insider from The Athletic, the one, the only, Jeremy Rutherford. We do appreciate him.